you know, the famous thing about the Ramones is they would always stop and start, you know, and have arguments on stage, which I always thought was pretty endearing. Wow. I don't want to get out of the basement! Welcome to the I Am Vinyl podcast. My name is Pete LaRussa, and once again, the t-shirt I'm wearing here immediately gives away the band that I'm going to be sitting here and discussing in today's episode, as today happens to be the 45th anniversary of the release of their debut album, Ramones, which was released on this day, 45 years ago, April 23rd, 1976. So I'm not gonna go into a big detailed history about the band. There's plenty of documentaries and I'm sure plenty of podcast episodes that go into detail about the band. I'm just gonna basically sit here and just talk about how I got into the Ramones, just some thoughts about their debut album, and play a few tracks, and generally just make this an episode that's a length of a Ramones album. It's going to be a short episode to celebrate and honor the 45th anniversary of their historic debut album. So with all that said, let me talk about just the basic facts first about the record. As I said, I'm not going to go into a big detailed history. We're just going to do the basic facts. And as I mentioned, the album was released 45 years ago on April 23rd, 1976. It was recorded between January and February of 1976. The album was recorded at Plaza Sound Studio, which is on the eighth floor of Radio City Music Hall. And it was released on Sire Records. And the producer was Craig Leon and Tommy Ramon. The album peaked at number 111 on the US Billboard Top 200 Albums chart, and the album has been certified gold with over 500,000 copies sold. So there's the basic facts about the debut by the Ramones, an album that you can easily say spawned off thousands, if not over a million bands in the wake of its release, and especially influenced me and many before me that played in punk rock and hardcore bands. So with that said, I do want to now just talk about how I got into the Ramones. And much of it has to do with one of the bands that I played in in the 90s. But initially, the very first time that I ever recall ever hearing the Ramones music is right here and seeing this movie a million times in the early 80s when we got it on VHS. National Lampoon's Vacation, the very first installment of that series of movies. As you see here, I found this gold stamped vinyl copy some years back. So this is the very first time I ever heard the Ramones music in that famous scene when uh, the Griswold family is in the car. <laughs> and you know, it was just one of those things that I heard the song Blitzkrieg Bop uh, probably years after I had seen that movie on the radio or, or somewhere. And I was just like, oh, there's that, that song from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. And I really didn't know a lot about the Ramones 
But sometime in the mid to late 80s, my older brother Vincent and his friend Mike Brunn, they were downstairs in our old basement when uh, I lived in Bensonhurst here in Brooklyn. And they were downstairs in the basement. My brother had his, his turntable and stereo system down there, along with a drum set and some instruments and stuff like that. And one day I'm just sitting upstairs, probably in my room, just doing whatever the hell I was doing. Probably was, you know, I'm going to say around 10 years old at this point. And I hear all this laughing downstairs. And through the laughing, I, I kind of hear that they're listening to a live album. And so, you know, curious me as a, as a kid goes downstairs just wondering oh, what, what the hell is so funny. And it turns out that they were listening to a copy of It's Alive on vinyl. And my brother and, and his friend Mike, they were just hysterical laughing in between every song. And you're asking yourself, well, what were they laughing at? If it's possible that you might be able to think as a Ramones fan what they might have been laughing at in between each song, you might know the answer. But for the rest of you who are watching, who aren't as familiar with the Ramones and maybe just checking this episode out and have never heard the It's Alive album, which that's required listening for in terms of live albums and uh, punk releases, at least for me personally. So let me get to it. The, the thing that they were laughing hysterically about in between each song while listening to It's Alive was Didi Ramone counting off each song. What the devil? So virtually every single time that occurred, hysterical. They were hysterical laughing. So those, those are the times that I remember the most hearing the Ramones before I really, really got into them later as I got older. It's this right here and my, my brother and his friend Mike downstairs hysterical laughing while listening to It's Alive and Dee Dee's one, two, three, four count-offs. So it took me a long time after that to really get into the Ramones for, for some reason, which like The Clash, it's one of those things where I, I kick my own ass wondering, you know, what the hell were you waiting for? Why didn't you get into this band a lot earlier? And especially when I started getting into playing in you know, punk and hardcore bands in the early to mid nineties, for whatever reason, I still never gravitated to the Ramones records. I, I really don't know why. It's not that I didn't like them, but it was just for some reason, I didn't gravitate to them at that point. So of course I regret that. And I also regret not getting to ever see the Ramones play live. I got into them after they had broken up. So I know I'm not the only fan that, that has happened to. So at least I'm not alone in that, but I'm just going to talk about now how I actually did really get into the Ramones and I have the band No Redeeming Social Value to thank for that. I was in that band from late 1996 through almost 1998. So we had our own rehearsal space for a while, definitely over a year or so in Manhattan. And we would generally rehearse once a week, usually every Friday. And we would hang out at our old rehearsal space, mostly rehearsing, but a lot of bullshitting and just hanging out. And a lot of times, the, the two brothers in the band, Dean and Kent, 
they would bring a stack of cassettes because we had like, we had a little boombox in the room. We would listen to music while we were just hanging out in between rehearsing our sets and new material or whatever. So on one of these nights, Dean had brought his cassette of the first Ramones album. And he put that on and I'm pretty sure we listened to it more than once. And I remember as we were listening to that tape, just you know, wondering like, what the hell was I waiting for to, to get into this band and, and to, to buy these records? So I remember out of that, it just stuck with me in my mind. And I said, you know, I wanna, I wanna get that record, see if I could find it and, you know, maybe start to get some of their older records and maybe get all their records. And so I started looking around and could not find the, the CD of the, the first Ramones album for some reason it wasn't in print. So the next closest thing that I can get was when I ordered this from Columbia House as part of one of those 12 CDs for a penny. And it's this right here, Ramones Mania, which I'm sure I'm not alone in this being a huge introductory offering by the Ramones to somebody who really doesn't know a lot about the band and doesn't own the records. Uh, I can't even tell you how many times I listened to this CD. And I remember getting this around early 1998. So I was still in no redeeming social value, but I was working a day-to-day -day job. And I was listening to this going to and from to work on the train for weeks. I, I, just, I just love this. So this led me to want to get the rest of the records. But as I said, the first few Ramones albums weren't really readily available on CD at that point. So this is all I had to really listen to by the Ramones for a while until I started looking around more later on. But a few years later, this compilation set came out. And what this had done for me initially, as far as helping me to start really getting into them, this really sealed the deal. I wanted to get every single record after getting this anthology set. So this was around the time that you know, eBay was around you know, in the early years. And I started looking around and trying to find some CDs. And finally, after a while, I did find the first Ramones, but it was an import. It wasn't in print for a while in the, in the US. And for a long time, the only way you can get the first few Ramones albums on CD was if you had the All the Stuff and More, volumes one and two, which I have both of these on CD as well. So for a while, this was my version of the first Ramones on CD until eventually Rhino Records released these great reissues of the Ramones records on CD with some extra bonus tracks, demos and single versions and stuff like that. Once I got this import, then I got the imports of Leave Home, Rocket to Russia, Road to Ruin. So I was sitting on those for a while and then all these came out and then I was able to complete the collection by getting some of the later CDs in the 80s up to Brain Drain, and then when they signed to Radioactive Records, finished off 
their career on that label. So after collecting all the albums on CD, then I started getting into vinyl collecting again some years later, around 2009, 2010. And so one of the first bands I wanted to get something on vinyl from was the Ramones. And this was the first one that I was able to find as far as the debut album. Now at that time when I got this, probably almost seven years ago at this point, because I was looking around for a while, but the you know, original copies were going for a lot of money. And so I ended up getting this collector's colored vinyl copy. Limited edition, high quality colored vinyl, which I can definitely vouch for. It is a very, very good pressing. Last I heard it, it's on red vinyl, red translucent vinyl. And I've actually owned the red vinyl version similar to this for Rocket to Russia as well. And just like this one, that one also sounds really good. Now this was the next thing that I was able to get by the Ramones in terms of the debut record on vinyl. And it's the 40th anniversary deluxe edition that was released by Rhino Records in 2016. So this is my limited edition numbered copy, number 7,895 out of 19,760. I like that clever top number representing 1976. And so for those who aren't aware of this version, it has the original album. It has a 40th anniversary mono mix which I really like. And that is on CD and the vinyl that comes with this set is the 40th anniversary mono mix. So everything else that's on here, you have single mixes, outtakes, and demos. You have live at the Roxy Hollywood, California from August 12, 1976. Then you have a set of previously unissued recordings. And on top of all this, you get this great packaging. I'm trying to do my best here with the slight glare, but you can kind of see. You get a nice big booklet in here and the three CDs along with the vinyl that's tucked away in here. And the, also I gotta mention the great thing about the 40th anniversary mono mix is that a few of DD's one, two, three, four count offs that weren't on the original version that was released on April 23rd, 1976 are added in the mix on some of the songs on the 40th anniversary mono mix. I'll never forget when I first put this on and I hear a one, two, three, four count off into Blitzkrieg Bop, which I was like, oh, okay, I didn't see that coming because you're so used to hearing the original album version that was released in 1976. And what's also very notable about the 40th anniversary mono mix is that the original lyrics for Today Your Love, Tomorrow the World are in this mix. Now, for those who aren't aware of what I'm talking about, when they originally recorded this record, the opening lyrics on that song, Today Your Love, Tomorrow the World, are I'm a Nazi baby, I'm a Nazi, yes I am. Seymour Stein, who was the head of Sire Records, 
practically begged the band not to use that line on the record. Is that famous clip of Johnny Ramone in one of the random documentaries, probably like end of the century, where he's just like, ah, what, what do you mean? What do you mean you can't use it because it says I'm a Nazi baby? You know, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, I could see from Seymour Stein's standpoint. But they did restore the original lyrics for this version on the 40th anniversary mono mix. So, you know, different times, I guess, but, you know, still doesn't make the lyrics any less controversial, I'm sure, for some. But I, for one, as a fan, am glad to be able to hear that version, you know, brought out on, a, on an actual major release of the record, especially for, you know, the 40th anniversary as it was. I think it was good to give fans a little something extra that they may have never heard before, except maybe in, in bootleg circles. That's really all I can say as far as how I got into the Ramones and how I accumulated my copies of the debut album. So I guess I'll just go into some thoughts about the record and some of my favorite tracks and then close the show by playing a handful of tracks. I mean, obviously, I think it's safe to say that I have to at least play Blitzkrieg Bob from the original soundtrack of National Lampoon's Vacation. Now I know the song has been played to death on certain radio stations, but you can't deny you know, how influential that song was and it's still a great song to listen to. So I'm gonna play a song right now from National Lampoon's Vacation, the original soundtrack, my gold stamped promo copy. Here is Let's Create Bob.
So as heard plenty of times in baseball stadiums like Yankee Stadium, which Johnny Ramone, I'm sure, enjoyed plenty of times as a Yankee fan that he was, that was Blitzkrieg Bop from my original soundtrack, my gold stamp promo copy of the soundtrack for National Lampoon's Vacation. I'm going to move on now to this pressing, the translucent red vinyl. And I'm going to play a couple of favorite tracks from this one now. And so from side one and side two, first up, it's going to be Chainsaw. And then that's going to be followed by Listen to My Heart. So let's play those songs right now. I don't care, I don't care. 
All right, so from the translucent red vinyl edition of the Ramones debut album, that was Chainsaw from side one and Listen to My Heart from side two. Now it's time to move ahead and close the show here with the 40th anniversary mono mix contained in the 40th anniversary deluxe edition of the debut by the Ramones. So I'm gonna play two more tracks and a couple more favorites to close the show here. So the songs I'm gonna play are 53rd and 3rd, and I am gonna play the originally intended version of Today Your Love, Tomorrow the World. So from the debut album by the Ramones, the 40th anniversary deluxe edition that was released by Rhino Records in 2016, here is 53rd and 3rd, followed by Today Your Love, Tomorrow the World. One, two, three, four.
from the 40th anniversary deluxe edition of the debut album by the Ramones and specifically from the 40th anniversary mono mix on the piece of vinyl that is contained in this package. That was 53rd and 3rd, followed by Today You Love, Tomorrow the World. Now, I just want to say before I close this episode that I did not play Today You Love, Tomorrow the World, given the opening lyrics and what I had mentioned before for any kind of controversial reasons. I simply wanted to play the track just in case there's that Ramones fan out there that's listening that simply hasn't heard it yet. And it may have been the first time that they heard it. So just wanted to put that out there. I'm not trying to be controversial in any way. I know those lyrics may rub some people the wrong way. So just wanted to make that known. And that's really it. I really just wanted to jump on here and celebrate the 45th anniversary of arguably one of the greatest debut albums of all time, one of the most highly influential albums of all time. You know, any adjective you can possibly use to put this album and band on a pedestal, you can with the debut album by the Ramones. And I just hope that any Ramones fan that's watching, casual or longtime fan, enjoyed my little perspective here and the songs that I chose and the vinyl pressings as far as how they, they sounded in case you had never heard them before. And I'm just glad to know that you're tuning in here and just hearing what I have to say about one of the greatest records of all time, where there's so many people that are going to talk about it today on podcasts and just in, on the internet, as far as there's going to be tons of articles, I'm sure just talking about the record, I would, be willing to bet that there's going to be some podcast episodes possibly released in the near future. Maybe where somebody talks to Monty or maybe even Marky Ramone, even though he didn't play on the first record, you know, he's usually up for talking about the Ramones. So that's going to do it for me here. I'm just glad that you tuned in and please check out our other shows here at cnjradio.com. You got the synaptic empire with Randy Brown you got Rock Strikes 10 with Joey, and he's also part of the Wrestling House show. And we also have Talking Rock, which also features Joey, along with Mark Striegel. And finally, we have The Last Theater for all you horror movie fans out there. So that's going to do it for me here. Once again, my name is Pete LaRussa, and I thank you for tuning in here at cnjradio.com.